Hey guys, welcome back to the Tubby Show. Today's episode, I'm reading a couple of creepy Reddit stories I found. So guys, grab your favorite beverage or favorite snack, whatever, and um, get ready for this episode. On um, this Friday, I'm gonna take you on with these creepy stories from Reddit. <laughs> Okay, this one, the guy underneath my car. One day about a year ago, I was leaving work and got and going to my car. I parked behind her building that day, and I was the only person parked in back. It's not the nicest of areas, so I'm always very aware of my surroundings when I'm walking in the back in the parking lot. When I'm walking in the back, in the parking lot is is a big open circle. So you can obviously see if there's anyone walking around. I was in the middle of the parking lot, so lots of lots of open room around me. I got into my car, locked, and started setting up my phone for music. I had a feeling to look up, and in my rearview mirror, a guy pops up from behind my car with his hands on the trunk. He started waving his hands in a come here motion. Then started walking around to my driver's side. I immediately floored it out of there, but he was running, trying to catch up. I lost him, but when I got home, I realized the only place I could have come from was underneath my car. I would have seen him in the parking lot, and there was no way he could have he could have ran through the open lot and been able to pop up behind my car. In a couple of minutes, I was setting up my phone without me seeing. I check under my car every time now. I'm. St- Wow, that was creepy. Okay, guys, so the next one is Creeper Guy, Creepy Guy at the River. The weather has been so hot, so I was down at the river with my dog early morning to pull him down. The guys walk often, and he has certain spots along the river he likes to swim. Access to one part of the river was closed off, but we can access one of his swim spots from the other end, which is not closed off. The river is surrounded by a thin woodland. Today, we went our walk and went into the end that is not closed off for him to swim. My dog was paddling in the water when I, when I clock a man walking off the path down toward us from me, from the crossed end of the river. His dog, Amelie, he approaches us and has the following dialogue. Man points to my dog and asks, is it a boy or a girl? Me, boy. Man, my dog is on heat. Uh, okay, my dog is neutered, thinking, why did why'd you bring her up to another dog? I have to keep her on her lead. She ran away yesterday and was lost for an hour or an hour and a half. Oh no, that is a shame. Yeah, she got she got the lead and ran away. Awkward silence. I started to feel uncomfortable with this conversation. He is standing pretty close and the river was quite secluded because it is closed at one end. 
She, she went away chased by a pack of dogs. It was, it was my girlfriend who let her off. I can't let her off the lane in case she runs away again. And, and because she's on heat. Yeah, not ideal. Suppose it's not her fault, though. Uh, awkward silence thinking, why would it be her fault? Because it will be a hormone thing. Okay, well, have a nice day. I started to walk away. And he turns to go the same way. <clears throat> I let him go first, walk the opposite direction to drawing back onto the path. A few things have stood out to me about this encounter. He came off the path down to join us at the section of the river. His conversation being about his dog being on being on heat. He then dropped in the detail that he had a girlfriend to I presume make himself seem normal or less of a threat. Continued to stand near me and talk about his dog being being in heat. Approached a young woman alone at the river, trying to leave at the same time and direction. It was very bizarre. My intuition told me to get out of there because this guy gave off creepy vibes. This conversation in body language was uncomfortable. I always seem to attract readers who come up and talk to me. This is not an isolated incident. This is not an, an isolated incident. <laughs> Very creepy. Alright guys. And the next one is an uninvited Airbnb creep. In late May, I decided to take a trip to London for a long weekend, and I stay at an Airbnb for the first time. It was a nice, detached house, slightly away from the usual hustle and bustle of busy London roads. <laughs> first day was well and good. In the morning, I left to explore the city. When I came back to the Airbnb, I found it weird how the how the entry lights were on as I'm vigilanted with turning off lights when leaving. It's almost like muscle memory nowadays. Wherever I am. However, I was a bit tipsy that night and decided to just put that thought just to put that thought to the back of my mind and I went to bed. (laughs) Next morning, I got up and left to do some more exploring. I came back home to late evening when I stepped through the door, the front lights weren't on this time. But what I did find strange was how the window near the front door had its blinds drawn to the side when they were previously closed for as long as I had been staying there. As I made my way into the kitchen, <clears throat> I came in to find a half full glass of cola on the countertop alongside a dirty dish in the sink. You may think it was mine, and I just forgot. However, I cleaned up after <coughs> cooking breakfast that day, and the, rem- the remainder of what was in this bowl looked like cereal, which I had not had that morning. I wasn't planning on making excuses, and I trust my instincts. So, so I promptly, so I promptly left the premise and and contacted my host. He came down rather quickly as I hung around the close bus stop. When he got there, we went together and he told me that I was concerned someone may have gotten in when I was away. He was thankfully very empathetic and understanding of my concerns. He then decided to remotely check the camera footage and while and while 
and while and and while list rewinding he caught a man wearing a backpack entering through the back bathroom window through the garden then leaving about two hours later through to the front window which which when we checked was still unlocked remember how I said it was up that the blinds were drawn back on that window Police will call and we both filled in our statements from from what I know he has since taken that property down from his Airbnb page and it's not been put back on since. I have not been contacted by the police after the after the report either. So honestly, can't I can't even tell you if he's been cut or not. And if the house had any further footage of this man coming in and out. I'm just glad I didn't come face to face with him. Who knows what would have happened. I wonder how long he has been doing this for. On another note, when I was packing to leave, I could not find my teddy bear, which I had taken with me. I solemnly believe he he took it with him. I missed that teddy. So to summarize... Remember to always trust your instinct. We have the ability to do so for a reason. Hey guys, this next one is Crazy Stalker Guy. This took place when I was 19, now 28. I was in college and working as a bartender at a little country bar further out out from the city. This place was supposed to be 21 plus only because there were gambling machines wired along the bar, but the rule was if anyone asked, you just turn 21. For the most part, I loved the job and loved the money. After a few weeks, I came in at 8 p.m. to start my shift, and it was already a pretty good crowd to be a weeknight. I made my rounds and see and attractive guy and his beer is empty. Excuse me. So I asked if he needs another. He immediately sparks up conversation with me. I don't know. He's 28. A paralegal. Has a dog. He finishes his new beer and leaves me a $20 tip. Uh, he leaves me a $20 bill as a tip. With a rose he made out of a bar napkin. Let's continue nightly for about a week. We eventually exchanged phone numbers. I ended up letting him know that I wasn't 21 just in case things progressed and he said he didn't mind, blah, blah, blah. He would come into the bar nightly, text me after he left the following days until he came back into the bar that night. About two weeks go by and I take a long week to go out of town on three hours. It was St. Patrick's Day weekend that year. So my friends and I went to party, of course, the guy, we'll call him Patrick, that was convenient, that was was continuing to text me, but I never let him know I was going anywhere. Things weren't serious to me. Never hung out with him outside of my work shift, so that's, so what's there to tell? I then get a phone call from one of the girls at work telling me that there's a guy that would not stop asking where I am and when I'm coming into work. Turns out it's Patrick. Immediate red flag to me, but I didn't want them to deal with the drama, so I texted him and let him know 
I will be back on Sunday leaving. Okay, let him know I'll be back on Sunday, leaving out. That would be back and going straight to work that evening because honestly, I didn't want him to know I'd be at the bar. He, he continues to text me all weekend and I respond to keep the peace. I show up to work that Sunday to a new bouncer the owner hired. I can't tell you why, but I had the feeling, by this feeling, just so I go ahead and spill about Patrick onto him just in case he showed up. Few hours pass and two guys come in and sit down. I stare at them for a minute and realize they're two guys that Patrick's been in there with. Before I ask if they want anything and they just ask for water. Sure enough after I notice one of them make a phone call here comes Patrick in the door. I immediately shoot the bouncer a look and he catches my drift. Patrick sits down and I keep the conversation short and get his beer. He just keeps watching every he just keeps watching every single move I make. They eventually get up and go to the pool table. And the, juke spo- and the jukebox, next I know, Brown Eyed Girl is playing. I have brown eyes, of course. And Patrick is standing there smiling at me. The song is over and I tell the bouncer to watch the bar for me. I decided to step out back and smoke a cigarette before I, I had a panic attack. <clears throat> I left the back door open so I could watch the bar for any new customers. Next thing I know... That kill by 30 seconds to Bruno Mars is playing. I'm like, you gotta be fucking kidding me. The bouncer comes to the dorm. He's asking me for the details about the guy and the situation. He, here comes Patrick storming towards us. So so he's why you aren't interested anymore. Literally starts a scene going on about how, how he's heartbroken and I can't believe I would do this to him. I'm just standing there smoking another cigarette watching the crazy unfold in the sky. The bouncer finally gets him out. And after a few minutes, I felt like I could breathe and go on about my night. It's 3 a.m., so we start to clean up, and the bouncer goes to take the trash out. He comes in and locks the door and tells me Patrick is in his car on our parking lot. But not to worry, because he'll walk me to my car and and not to go straight home in case Patrick tries to unleash more crazy on me. So I leave, and sure enough, in my rear room... It's the face of a stalker. I decided to go to Sheets and get some breakfast dinner. That's a well-lit, busy place. I need time of day, right? I go and order my food, and here comes Patrick. I came back to him, hoping he'll take a hand. But this guy comes right up to me and puts his arm around my shoulders. I step to the side, and he just casually laughs and then grabs my hand. I, I also can't even remember what I said, but he leaves. I pay for my food. I sign him in the parking lot. It has my apartment. I remember being extremely anxious because you had to park across the street. But I make sure to have my key ready and everything in my hands to make a run for it. Again, so I lock the door, eat, eat my food shower, and finally lay down. Then I hear it. The doorknob slightly jiggling. It's frozen in fear. I hear it again, this time louder. I went I went to get up to look at the people, but the but the floor was so old and squeaky. I took one step and was frozen again. This went on for minutes and, and it finally just stopped. It was going to be daylight soon. So I, I just laid there until I felt safe. I got a text from Patrick the next day apologizing for the night before asking to get lunch and says he wants me to meet his mother. Tell him stop contacting me. I found him on Facebook and went ahead and blocked him so he can, can, so he can use that as a way to communicate. The text continued daily for months when the response from me 
and I remember one day I didn't get a text and I thought it's finally over I just said I decided one text a year until I got a new number around five years ago and it would always say thinking of you not luckily I moved away and I never ran into him again I just can't help but think what would have happened if I would have gotten serious when a day with that guy yikes Guys, thank you for listening to the episode. Have a good day and night. We hope you guys listen to this. You guys listen to this episode. In peace.